Hello and welcome to Georgia's Poetry Workshop. I hope you've had a wonderful week and got lots of writing done. You will have just heard my new intro by George Clark. He's got a new EP out and has kindly as well made me this incredible introduction to the podcast and he listens to the podcast regularly and so yeah it's just really exciting that uh, he he created this theme and it I just think it's wonderful isn't it beautiful and thank you so much to him for doing that and yeah I'll be talking a bit more about his music as the weeks go on as a big thank you for for creating this for me and I hope you all enjoyed it so this week we are going to look at the theme of instruction so telling our reader to do something instructing them on how to do something so I've got a couple of poems to share with you the first poem is from Obsessed with Pipework, the journal that I've just had some poems published in myself, but I wanted to share with you someone else's work. Uh, So this is issue 103. And this poet is called Chrissy Gittins, and she has written a poem called Pawnbroking for Beginners. Perhaps start small a smooth gold tooth, a clear glass eye, a sabatier knife used by your grandmother to chop onions for oxtail soup. Test the market, check out the interest rate. When you have the confidence of the broker, you can move towards more substantial items, a ribbon-back Chippendale chair, a prosthetic hand which can grip up the 70 pounds, A Jean Cook drawing, Figures on the Shore, 1975. He'll be putty in your hands by now, and you can go for the big stuff. A herd of belted galloways, a Cornish fishing trawler, a swimming pool still trapped in the ground. He tells you about his grandchildren, how he likes to hold them every day. He leaves you alone in the shop while he goes in the back. You dismantle the alarm and take the Fabergé spider brooch from beneath the counter. There's every chance you can sell it back to him next week. So wonderful listing. And I did a podcast. I think the second podcast I did was on listing. And I think this is a really fun way to to list all these different items. I don't even know if I pronounced all of them correctly, but the, you know, you've got the small, smooth gold tooth, the glass eye, and they sort of build up into more extravagant items. So something you might want to already be thinking about is what could you instruct someone to do? And it can be something too that maybe societal rules say we shouldn't do. So teaching someone how to lie, for instance, might be quite a fun one to try. Strangely, this is the second time that pawnbroking has come up this week. The other time was when watching a TV show, a survival show called Alone, where people are left alone or in a place with very difficult environmental conditions and they have to survive there and whoever survives the longest gets a lot of money. And someone on that show was singing Pop Goes the Weasel, the nursery rhyme. And 
I looked up where that was had originated. Um, and there's a mixed idea about that, but one of the ideas is that it actually comes from Cockney rhyming slang. So weasel and stoat is the Cockney rhyming slang for coat and to pop something is to, to pawn it. So it's about pawning the coat. Um, where it goes, that's the way the money goes, pop goes the weasel. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's a new interesting thing that I learned this week. So uh, the second poem that we're going to have a look at is by Gabriel Jesielowski. And it's called Instructions on How to Leave a Town. And I really recommend looking this at this poem if you can find it online. Um, you can find it online, actually. It's, it's on the Poetry Foundation website. Um, and be, just because it's really interestingly formed, um, really interesting uses of punctuation here and line breaking and use of blank space. And I've actually printed it out, um, landscape to read it, to read it off for you. So yeah, do have a, have a look. Instructions on how to leave a town. Now you have to go back through Ohio just to manage a few sweaters because it's getting cold out there. Pack two grey-green duffels. Most of your clothes are torn. What else do you have to show for yourself? Stay in motels, drink bourbon and cut your fingertips on the zippers of your jeans. Throw the oranges at the hero Ships on the walls, forget her, her touch, nearly 700 days away, the desk littered with candles and letters, last night folk music and a light bulb, swinging, humming, sink backed up and the water flooded the dirty blue tiles, you just ducked out. In another town, you can imagine fresh basil in the kitchen window, orange peels ground down to dust, bicycles, farmland, the peripheral at peace with the eventual. You could show up at someone's door, unannounced by the wind, collect weeds as though they are scarce, sleep next to the man who takes care of the trees, the edge is close between two bodies. Smokestacks line the sky. Troubled by your body, you're trembling at the gas station. Stay in a poorly insulated farmhouse north of the city. Wake to a lack of rain, an unbroken sky. Remember the moon from last night that seemed to drift. If God were uneasy you would not know. There's something very delicate about this poem, which I, I, I think is really profound. And these are, there's some interesting line breaks, as I mentioned. There's one here. The edge is close, break, between two bodies. Smokestacks line the sky. So, so there's a kind of um, so there's blank space between bodies and smokestacks. So, 
these connect really interestingly because we have either the edges close between two bodies or between two bodies smokestacks line the sky so we can read this either way you know the, the between two bodies sort of sits between those two phrases the edges close and smokestacks line the sky so um it can be read yeah read in, in two ways it, it, I do, yeah, again, as I said, worth having a look at that just um, for your own practice, just to see what um, what Jezielowski is doing in this piece. Uh, and again, these are instructions how to leave a town. So very different tonally from the first poem, which... Also, I hope helps you think about what you like to write about and gives you a few more choices to consider. So now we're going to have a break for free writing. If you're new to the podcast, I'll just explain what that is. Free writing is where you write nonstop for about between five and seven minutes. It's up to you. I think seven's always quite good. You always end up writing a little bit more than you anticipate. And actually, it's often needed. And it can be just a moment for you to empty your mind, write down any concerns, worries, stresses from the day before you start getting into your art. But of course, you always have the option to to write a poem or write something um, imaginative, creative, maybe not in poetry form, but um, write, keep writing it in prose, prose form, which uh, means more like sentences across the page, uh, paragraphs than lines and stanzas and but then you can take the concept that you've written during the free writing session and develop it into a poem so this is a time for you to kind of let your mind wander now I always give a prompt to help you begin I usually give one word but actually I'm going to give you a starting line today and the starting line is I woke up and I woke up and. So if you'd like to use that, you can. It's up to you. See where that takes you. And I'm going to now shake the little instrument, the little shaker that I use when you hear that. Feel free to pause the podcast for some writing time now. Welcome back if you did have that time to write. I take this moment as an opportunity to say that if you are enjoying the podcast, if you're finding it useful and producing art from it, then I'm really excited about that. (laughs) Um, And I'd also really appreciate it if you would donate the equivalent of a cup of coffee to my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Georgia's Poetry Workshop. Patreon donations enable me to just keep creating the podcast they enable me to keep writing and producing this and also allow me to give workshops to people who might otherwise be unable to afford them so thank you for anything you can give and thank you very much for listening so the final prompt today is to write some instructions in poetry form so as we've heard, we've we had instructions on, on pawnbroking. Uh, pawnbroking for beginners was the title of that poem and instructions on how to leave a town. So 
it could be instructions on a certain hobby, it could be instructions on a certain way of life, a way of doing things, maybe a religious practice, maybe something that you do daily, it could be something that you're not supposed to do, but do do, <laughs> like, um, as I mentioned, lying earlier, or or stealing, as becomes the kind of punchline to the pawnbroking poem, could be instructions on how to raise a child, instructions on how to watch a TV series without stopping <laughs> binge watching. <laughs> um, it could be on creating something, uh, like a painting or painting your toenails, whatever it is, something that you can... I, I, what I always think is that whatever sprung to mind, the first thing that sprung to mind, have a go at that because something's like moved you to to write that or think that and so yeah definitely get that down okay I'm gonna leave you with my ending theme which is by Portamento and you will have heard that one before if you're a, a, a usual listener thanks again for being here and I will see you all next week bye